This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the porncast where the will they, won't they between the hosts is still a better love story than Twilight. I'm your co-host, Yvette Dontremont, and here is my lovely will they, won't they partner, Alice Vaughn. Alice, what do you think? Will they or won't they? Ooh, I mean, I think we're going to have to write a couple books and uh, make a couple million dollars. Then we'll see if we will, you know? It's going to happen when we jump the shark. Like once we realize it's over, it's all done, we'll publish the fanfic, we'll make the porn, and then we'll we'll retire on our pile of millions saying, here, here, we finally did. And it will be a better love story than Twilight. And oh my God. We reviewed Twilight Porn this week, and I have opinions. Well, we also have a guest. Yes, we do. And we should introduce... We met our guests at the AVNs, and we had such a fucking blast hanging out with her. And we're so glad she messaged us saying, hey! And we were like, hey, do you want to come... And she... Anyways, let's introduce our guests, and let's get into the Twilight Porn. We have the wonderful Kenna James. And Kenna, we've seen you in porn before. Ooh. We have. We saw you play Penny, aka <gasps> Pam, on Striker. Yes, that was one of my favorite and one of my first roles. You were delightful. Oh, thank you. You know, I was a little disappointed they didn't work more Pam lines into the script. I know. They kept it very basic with Pam. It was the only character I could have because I only did Girl Girl at the time. Ah. And Pam was the only lesbian-ish one. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I can see that. She'll fuck anyone. So She'll fuck yeah. anyone and anything. So, you know, I guess oh. that was me. <laughs> I mean, and to be completely accurate, you would have to be coked out, Pam, because, you know, skinny you Pam. look like you. Yeah, you yeah. skinny Pam. <laughs> Pam after a few days on a bender. <laughs> that, that's just normal, Pam. That's a default. Yeah, that's Aww. a constant bender. Yeah, we like it. <laughs> and we haven't watched it yet, but you had a role in Teenage Lesbian, which won a bunch of awards at the AVNs this year. It did. It's one of the biggest winners this year. It was an amazing movie. Um, it actually got me Best Supporting Actress, my very first Expos Award. Thank you. Ah! <laughs> so that was fun. It was really, really a great movie to be a part of. I can't wait for you guys to review it and actually see what you think. We're going to go back in and edit it to say, oh, AVN Award winning actress, Kenna James. <laughs> so we have the proper introduction. The proper introduction. The proper introduction. We are amongst porn royalty now. Aw, shucks. We are very excited to have you with us to review probably one of the worst porns I have seen. This is up there. And I mean, I whenever we're comparing like bad porns, I always bring up two of them, uh, Full Holes, the Full House parody and Avengers, the Avengers parody. This is in that pantheon of that. I'd say not as bad as full holes, about as bad as Avengers. It was, it was bad. It was, it was worse so than bad. Twilight. It was worse than Twilight. I, <laughs> is that even possible? Yes. 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 Like the Twilight movies. And uh, okay, I have to explain so that people will, okay, go ahead and judge me for reading all the Twilight books. And I, I don't think I saw the fourth movie, but like, all right. So I was on a lot of narcotics when I write. <laughs> let me let me explain. Let me explain. Let me backtrack. Let me explain. At least so, you have an excuse. Yes. All right. So <laughs> I had a really fucked up shoulder for a while and I had a doctor who 
who um, didn't prescribe responsibly. So I was on Vicodin for way too long between surgeries number two and three on my left shoulder. And in the lead up, like the last few months before surgery number three, I binged the first three Twilight books and they were great. Sparkly vampire. Ooh. And then I had surgery And the fourth book came out like right afterwards and I was no longer on the narcotics. And I was like, this is shit. Why did I ever think this was okay? In the glow of of narcotics, these seemed all right. And without it, I realized I have been duped. (laughs) This is not good. And like, I think the movies came out after all the books. And I'm like, I don't remember thinking any of the movies were okay. Because I was like, again, that narcotic-induced glow, it was gone. It was bad. At least you have an excuse. Yeah, I'm still in shock, frankly, of how much the movies have made. I mean, the films alone have earned over $2.5 billion in the global box office. And you could double that number because that's not including DVD sales, cable and television showings, merchandise. Just think about how much money goes to boy bands and just think about that, shall we say, the the pubescent girl market of wanting to, you know, of there's a hot boy and I want to spend money on <laughs> fantasizing about that. And that's the market that goes to this. That's the market. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess the worst part of this for me is as a teen... Okay, so my first intro into pornography when I was a teenage girl was not the Twilight books. It was Cosmo. And in Cosmo, they had like a snippet of erotica that they were trying to promote. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Erotica and Cosmo. But yeah, at least they talked about his member because his throbbing member was all I got at the age of 12, 13. Throbbing members. I remember trying to figure out what throbbing member was as a 13-year-old. And that shit's confusing. Now this, this is abstinence porn because they don't have sex till what? The fourth book? They don't have sex until they are married because it's written by a Mormon. It's like a Mormon woman who's into, who just had a dream. Let's tell the whole backstory on Twilight for, because I know our audience is like 75% men. So they probably are like, the fuck is this whole thing about? (laughs) Why are you doing this to us? We've been good to you. We've been loyal (laughs) audience members. Why? Uh, Because I suffered through it. So you're suffering through it it. That's why. Uh, So yeah, this Mormon woman had a dream about a sparkly vampire in a meadow with a girl. And that literally is the whole genesis of Twilight. She just couldn't stop thinking about the dream. And so she started writing. And like, you know, I can't blame Stephanie Meyer for writing a thing. She had an idea and a bunch of teenage girls liked it. I cannot hate her for writing the book that she wrote. Okay. The fourth book, I can be mad at her for that. That was some bullshit. Uh, But like, you know, it's teen lit. There are definitely some issues with it. There are some major, like, I have issues with the writing. I have issues, but you know what? She wrote a a teen fantasy romance thing that a bunch of girls like, and I have no problem with that. Okay, like... (laughs) It's, yeah, exactly. I'm like at the Kenna raises her hand. Me, I'm like, me. look, I like the time. It's like if I think if I were a few years younger when it came when it came out and I was not on narcotics, I would have still liked it. To like, be fair, I was in like high school, junior high. Exactly. I was young teen. 
you were an audience. Judging by the amount of Botox I need to use to keep my forehead looking where yours is now, like I am obviously older than you. So <laughs> it's normal for you to have liked it. It was for it was made for you. It was. So I fell right into it. I was in college when it came out, and I remember seeing a ton of my friends at the time reading the Twilight Saga. And for me, I was like, guys, this is college. We're supposed to be fucking around, not dreaming about abusive boyfriends. Oh man. <laughs> and it's weird because you read it at first and it's like this Edward character who is, uh, he's like 111 and she's 17. So your standard Hollywood age difference. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, basically. Am I wrong? No, no, no not at no. all. <laughs> Kenna, quick question. Who's been like the oldest step-sibling you've boned? Twice your age? Three times? At least twice my age. Oldest step-sibling is probably going to be Evan Stone. Yeah, oldest step-sibling. It's like, hey, brother. And it's like Evan Stone. Or Ma- <laughs> Max Hardcore. Have that be the oldest step-sibling. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, God. Never. Not for the highest amount of porn money in the land. <laughs> Just saying. Everyone's got limits. <laughs> Everyone's got their limits for sure. <laughs> well, but yeah, like if you don't know the story of Twilight, so girl meets vampire. Vampire is like, and I mean, this comes up in the porn that they're like, they keep talking about her scent in the porn. This girl transfers to a new school and she's in this part of the country where it's cloudy and uh, she gets to school and there's this group of kids. It's always really broody looking and they're also really pretty. And this guy looks at her and he's like, and, and he looks really disgusted by her. And then it turns out that he looks disgusted by her because he's so turned on by her smell because he's a vampire and her blood smells so good to him and he has to learn to resist the blood and that's like the whole Bella Edward fucking story is three books of abstinence porn of him resisting it and then apparently it's fine once they're married for them to bone because then he can turn her into a vampire like that's the yeah, whole thing that's the whole thing there is the twilight plot oh and also there's a werewolf who wants to bone her too but then ends up falling in love with her kid when it's still a baby imprinting yeah that's it serious. imprinted alice is looking at us like are you guys fucking on crap are you fucking with me yeah no 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 that's it that's the thing that happens a werewolf that is imprinted on to, the baby the werewolf that is for three books trying to bang bella ends up falling in love with her infant while it is at, sorry quotes imprinting Imprinting. Falling in love with uh, <laughs> a baby while it is still a baby. Wait, I don't understand. What do you mean by it's in while what? So the, my yeah. brain is trying to process this while the baby is still in the belly. For whatever reason, he like can't keep himself away from her while well, she's, she's pregnant. pregnant. And then after like the first moment he meets the baby. So he's a pregnancy fetish. Oh, God. I never even thought about oh, God. Taylor's having a pregnancy. Yeah. Oh, God. Kind ah! of. Ah! 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 Now I just think of all the uh, the ones that imprint as having pregnancy fetishes. <laughs> but yeah, like he just, and as soon as like he meets the the baby who they named Renesme. Renesme. I wanted to name him after the two, mo- two mothers. Oh. Wait, wait, Renesme? There's I, Renee and then there's Esme. And those are the two like grandmas. Renee is her mother's name and Esme is, is, the, is the quote mothers. Because like they're not a family. They're like a bunch of vampires that decided to live together. They're an adopted family. Yeah, exactly. They're a a family in the sense that the people that I live with in my commune are a family. (laughs) Alice is killing me. Like, Alice is looking at us like, what? (laughs) And and this all became bestsellers. Why are we not all just pumping out awful vampire lit and making billions? (laughs) That's all you got to do, man. That's all you got to do. We should just start writing up. So, okay. So we have a, a, a werewolf who... 
Tinkles glitter when he's in a hurricane and a 12-year-old girl imprints and they have to not have sex for the next 13 years or else one of them dies by foaming out the mouth and then <laughs> things happen and hopefully one of them doesn't die of pancreatic cancer and when one of them accidentally sneezes on the other and they have to find like I think that's our next book that's our next project it's the pancreatic cancer werewolf sparkle diaries I didn't realize that young adult lit was so lucrative and stupid. <laughs> it's uh dude, just think about how dumb you and I were when we were teenagers and you and I have you have a physics degree and I have a chemistry degree and think about how dumb the average person is and think about how dumb the fact that that means that half the people are dumber than that. Oh, oh we are oh. fucked is this is, and the, fucked. and there is a global pandemic going around right now that people are not following the rules for. We're fucked. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> coronavirus, la vie. still a better love story than Twilight. Oh, yeah, it really is. Oh, this is hilarious. There was, um, I believe it was when they were announcing uh, that the NBA season was canceled. There was someone who went and just touched every single microphone in the room that was for the announcement of the cancellation. And then they ended up getting diagnosed with coronavirus. <laughs> Like, dude, don't fucking tempt fate with this one. Like, and, and I, I say this because I want y'all to not get, I, I get it every single episode. I'm going on a tangent about this. It's even if you're young and healthy, number one, there's a higher percentage of you getting a serious illness than if it's then the flu. Uh, number two, you can become a vector and possibly harm somebody that you love who's immunocompromised, older, has underlying health conditions. Uh, this is also disproportionately hurting people who are overweight, who have uh, not just respiratory issues, but other uh, uh, health conditions. So please follow all the precautions for your area. I'm saying this as Yvette, the science communicator, who wants you all to live so that you can masturbate for many more years. I have goals for your dick <laughs> and for your lady parts. So please do what you got to do to stay safe. I have to ask, you know, in Porno Valley, what's the story of coronavirus? Yeah. Like, are people not banging us? Are you banging with a face mask on? Now you're still banging Sans face mask. I don't I don't know what is to be of like once one porn star gets diagnosed with COVID-19 like what do you do? like wildfire that? like yeah I don't like, know. Do you tell the porn stars with underlying respiratory illnesses to stay home? At this point if you have a compromised immune system in any way shape or form don't do porn. Like, just stay home and do only fans masturbation KM, work. Do something. Sell clips. There's going to be a lot of people masturbating at this time. Now's your time to strike and sell clips. Now's the time. Yeah. It's, it, <laughs> hey, guys, if you're, we always tell people, pay for your porn. If you have a star that you really, really like, they might be struggling right now. This might be a time when they're not going to be out there making clips with other people. Go to their OnlyFans. Support a porn star during this hard gig economy. Oh, my God. Okay. Some. Support just, a porn star with just a dollar donation a day. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep this porn star out of pop. You can get them shoes. You can get them Lucite heels. You can help them. You can keep them on the pole with your donations. <laughs> you know there's going to be at least one porn star who gives it to another from a dildo, from a used dildo. Oh, for sure. Oh, my God. For sure. Not even a question. Not even a question. <laughs> That's... That's Holy horrible, shit. but it's true. Oh my God. Don't share your dildos. I feel like what's going to happen is people are going to like stop spitting it. Like there's going to be one porn where someone has like a, they're going to bang with like sh uh, a face mask on and someone's going to like go to spit in someone's mouth. And but like it's they're going to like, the face mask. <laughs> Coronavirus porn. It's going to be the new rage. It's already happening. 
Oh, we're reviewing that. It's already happening. I love that we're 17 minutes into this recording and we're still just talking about coronavirus porn. We still haven't got, because here's the thing, like this was a two hour long porn and it took me, because I like, I barely watch the sex if the sex doesn't have, like if they don't stay in character. This is the one thing that I loved about the uh, the sex in this though. I have to go into this for a second uh, because there is one of the little things about the vampires in the Twilight universe, as, as Kenna knows, is that they're very cold. They're, they're described as being like, rock hard and being ice cold and so i'm sorry i'm just ex- i'm now imagining like a rock hard very cold penis it's just yeah. imagine a roman statue but that can move <laughs> but and can like, move and, and they talk about them moving very slowly and being very still and when bella becomes a vampire in the last book she has to like relearn how to move like a human and like make herself fidget occasionally and i'm like Oh, so being a vampire could help me to stop fidgeting. Where do I sign off? Right. I'm like, can someone just bite me and I can live forever? And this this would be. But like, here's the thing: they talk about them being so cold. So every time there's a cum shot, they're like, "Oh, give me that cold cum. I love that freezing cold vampire <laughs> cum, baby. Give me that cold load. It's way better than a hot human." <laughs> I was dying. So I was like, "This is canon. Well done." Why are they shooting cum as opposed to they could have used um what's that thing like uh that you could make snow with? Oh, uh, a snow uh, machine. Snow machine. Yeah. Dry yeah. ice. I don't know. They could have used something for effects. Oh, they could have had him shoot out like ice, like just from off, like slightly off stage and just had it like be like snow coming at her face. <laughs> oh, my God. Or they could have done like, you know how uh, you take a glass and you put it into the fridge and it, oh, ice cubes come out. Holy shit. They could have just chucked ice cubes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that could have been an OSHA violation. That could have been. <laughs> I would have been down with some snow going at her in the for like just a little bit of just snow for vampire cum. Snow cones. Snow cones. Snow cones are actually vampire cum. Snow cum. Sweet. Oh my god. Sweet. This is where we're at with this our This is where we're at. <laughs> yeah, this is this is what I went to grad school for. There's finally a reason for men to start drinking gallons of pineapple juice for the snow cone cum. Oh my snow god. Snow cone vampire cum. Yes. Let's get into this porn briefly because it seems like they only got into plot briefly. Like I mean, they, we could talk about vampires. <laughs> I did a lot of research on that. <laughs> Let's go into the canon of Twilight for a second. So the whole thing with them is the vampires that we that are featured in Twilight is they sparkle and the ones that we watch in this, they are, quote, vegetarian vampires, meaning they only suck the blood of animals, not humans. And so their right. eyes are, are brown instead of red, like they're this, quote, amber color uh, instead of red and they're red if they drink the blood of humans and that's the whole that's the whole thing thing. oh and they sparkle in the sun and that's why they don't go out in the sun which is ridiculous yeah they twinkle they twinkle twinkle. it's glowing kenna what did they get right um (laughs) well they got the the very opening scene in the woods they kind of got that right my favorite part was where he goes to run away and he's supposed to be running away real fast because they move like super fast and he's literally just running at normal speed up this hill. <laughs> and they're just cutting the camera. <laughs> just cutting the camera. The acting from her is perfect porno acting. Edward! 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 <laughs> it was wonderful. So Bella was played by Jenna Hayes. And I was thinking to myself, oh, well, clearly if there's a Twilight series, there has to be a porno Twilight series. There's, yeah. Yep. And there is. They have New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Dawn. However, 
They use Jenna for New Moon. They use her for Eclipse. The same studio does two different Breaking Dawn movies, neither of which include her. Just to be clear, it doesn't surprise me that there are two Breaking Dawn movies because they broke up the sequel. They they Harry Pottered it, as they do for all of these fucking (laughs) sci-fi teenage movies. They're like, oh, we can make more money if we turn it into two movies. Let's do that. Let's do that. Even for the porno, they had to do it. (laughs) Wow. She didn't do the fourth. Maybe she just realized, you know, fuck it. I'm out. This is the worst of the books. I'm not doing it. This will impugn my reputation as a porn star. I have to start getting into fetishization of pregnant women. Oh, my God. Oh, good Lord. Maybe that's why she refused to. She's like, I can't do pregnancy porn. I won't do it. (laughs) I won't. You can't make me. Oh, my God. (laughs) So it starts off with him in the way. And at one point after she's like, Edward. Edward. He's like, I'm over here. Like he's magically jumped onto a rock. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, here I am out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And it's like, (laughs) they go back and forth with this, you know, I know who you are. I'm dangerous. I'm bad for you. I know what you are. are. And I'm like, it's like they watched like Twilight a decade ago and they're like, what do I remember from Twilight? (laughs) That is exactly what it was. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, there's, you know, they have like opening scenes from school and they have like, it's, I mean, I look for certain things in my parodies. It's like, all right, what did they take something about this movie and turn it into a thing about porn? Did they, what did they take about the characters that we really remember and, and infuse into this and make funny? And they did none of that. No, no, they didn't even try. No, it was like, all right, so they're vampires and they had these lines where he's like, I'm scary and bad for you. And she's like, but I'm, I know you're a vampire. And then they fuck. Like, <laughs> that, that was it. You know what I want, would have almost preferred if during the very beginning. So, you know, they're doing that back and forth scene of. I know what you are. Say it. I was really hoping that instead of her saying vampire, she would have said porn star. Oh, that would have been great. Dirty old man. (laughs) 111 year old who's trying to bang a 17 year old. Where are your manners? Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) No matter how old he gets, the girlfriends are always 25. I saw a chart of this. He never, like, no matter how old he gets, like, he'll start dating them, like, 23 and up. But, like, they stop, like, they always break up when they're, like, 26. Never last beyond that. It's like, Leo, come on. I promise you, they, it's not like milk. They don't spoil at 27. <laughs> There's not an expiration date. Kind of how old are you? Are you still within Leo's target market? I am. I'm 25. I could I could still have another year. Leonardo, write in. Info at Two Girls One Mike. We can hook you up. Yeah, come on. I'll go on a few dates. I mean, I'm down. She's really cute. She's fun. I'm adorable. Here's the best part. You know that it's like, you know what? It's a two-year fling at most. At most. If he's annoying, you can get rid of him really quickly. Doesn't even sound like I have to get rid of him. (laughs) (laughs) He's trash that takes himself out. Yeah. By private jet while saying that he's an environmentalist. Hey, isn't that most of them anymore? (laughs) Okay, so the way I see it is, I mean, consider also probably how much money he's donating to the environment. So how much carbon dioxide is that one jet possibly putting out there? I think it it balances itself out. He's not for, but I'm going to disagree. Look, if you had a private jet, Yvette and Kenna, don't tell me. I'd use it. You both, exactly. I'd use it. In a heartbeat, I would. I'd use it, but I wonder, <laughs> would it be possible for Leonardo DiCaprio to just fly first class? 
I think maybe the hassle that, you know, goes through flying first class. I don't know. I'm not that rich. For him, it's more of a hassle than I think it is for us. True. Like I live in LA and I've seen a a reasonable amount of famous people on my flights. And it's like, I was about to say none of them are Leonardo DiCaprio famous, but I've been on a flight with William Shatner before. So yeah, some of them are Leonardo DiCaprio famous. Some of them are not famous. And they just fucking fly. They just get on an airplane and fly like any other human being and they don't take a private jet and they're fine. So maybe Leonardo DiCaprio just likes his private jets and is fine with being a hypocrite. I'm not going to consider him a hypocrite depending on how much money he's donating to the environment. So Leo, we need to see your records. We need the tax receipts. Show us the transcripts. I mean, we need to see a little more info here, I think. Look, I know I stand for a very small minority of people, meaning rich people. Look, (laughs) someone has to defend them. Do I? Look, I want to be rich. I, I don't want people judging me when I eventually have my private jet, right? This is true. This when is we true. have the TGOM jet, we will also donate a fair amount of money someplace. I'm fine with that. However, <laughs> are we also going to be telling people that we're great environmentalists while burning that much jet fuel? Only if we're donating that much money to the environment. I love that we're planning the carbon offset credits that we're buying with the jet that we don't have yet for the podcast that isn't making any money. Please support us at patreon.com. Guys, support them. They need it. They deserve it. They're amazing. We do. Guys, I don't even have a painted floor right now. I have. I live on floorboards. Like, re- please, please fucking support us. This is... I'm begging. We won't show you our assholes because... That's not what we do. That's what Kenna does. So you know what? If you support them, I'll show you my asshole. How about that? So wait, is it is that you saying you'll send individual pictures to people? <laughs> I will start, send you a picture to... and then you guys can send them out. You know what? Here's your butt picture. I will do that. Patreons will get a free butt picture from Kenna James. There you exclusive go. Exclusive to Patreons. There you go. Just a picture of my butthole. <laughs> I'm excited for that. <laughs> a TGOM exclusive. Buttholes. That's the best thing that's come out of this episode because it certainly wasn't the porn this week. No. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh my God. Like my notes from, hold on. I just have to find, oh yeah. the My favorite note I think that I have from this is vampire cum is good, but not as good as human blood. I'm still thirsty. Because <laughs> they're like, if any of y'all who read the books, remember there are evil vampires who are hunting uh, and like they go into a house and they eat uh, or sorry, suck the blood of a human man. And like there's, you know, one of the vampires like we can't just go in and be like animals. And they're, you know, so instead they bang because, of course, that sates the uh, the need for for human blood. And so, of course, you know, the woman takes a bunch of cum shots and then she's swallows a bunch of cum and she's like, vampire gum is good, but not as good as human blood. I'm like, Wow. Commitment. That's a thing I didn't expect. It was such a terrible, terrible, terrible movie. You know what else was weird was that everyone in the house was like fixated on Bella's smell. And here's, all right, so. Was that true in the actual film? No. Or the books? The thing was, and here was the line that Edward used was, and I mean, this was, again, shows how much of, like, go ahead, judge me for the fact that I read these things probably all twice. Uh, Like, and he used the line, you're exactly my brand of heroin. And it was like that her blood smelled very uh, strong to him, not to like everyone, but like. The whole family. I mean, also, has he, I mean, he's old enough, he's probably tried heroin, so. You know, I would hope. He probably has. If you're that old and like substances don't affect you that much, like if they have to take a lot for it to do anything, why not try every drug on the planet? Why not? Can vampires have a heroin addiction? You know, I got to find a vampire to find. Let's look through the scientific literature and find out. This is a very good question. Now I need to know the answer to it. Well, first, let's find some vampires. Let's control a double blind. I'm down. Uh, controlled study. 
we're gonna have to make some vampires so let's wait for the zombie apocalypse first there's got to be something like maybe maybe the coronavirus is going to turn people into vampires let's start that rumor Infowars, get on it (laughs) the coronavirus will turn you into a vampire you know if we start that rumor maybe more boomers will take this whole thing seriously I know other people have had this happen. I've had to yell at my, and it finally worked. My mom was going to, my mom is 68. She had a conference to go to in Montreal and she lives in New Hampshire. And I'm like, mom, please don't travel internationally. You're 68. Like, and I understand that she's in really good health, but like, it doesn't matter if you're in good health at that age. This is your chance of dying is much higher. Your chance of dying or complications is way higher in your late 60s, early 70s it's bad. And she's like, I'm going to be fine. And then after, like, it doesn't matter that I'm a fancy pants scientist. She's like, nah, I'm going to be okay. Then she watches the news for like an hour. She's like, I'm canceling my trip. Yeah. So, so please, if you have boomer parents, please yell at them. Tell them that, that the vampire apocalypse is coming from this if you have to. I have to say, though, that despite of however you might feel about the new travel regulations that have been imposed, it's flights going in and out of uh, Europe, correct? That's what I'm unsure of. Is it flights coming sure. in? Because it's it seemed to say, and this is something I can't find any clarification on. So just to clarify for our audience, we are recording this on uh, Thursday, March 12th, the day after Trump announced the travel restrictions from Europe. There's still a lot of things that aren't clear about this because uh, it was any flights from Europe. And it's like, does this mean Americans can't travel to Europe? Does this mean Americans can't travel back from Europe? Does this just mean Europeans can't travel? Like, it's still very unclear what the restrictions are. If you have flights traveling to and from Europe, number one, I suggest fucking canceling. Reschedule. Yeah, reschedule. Postpone. If there is anything you can possibly not go there for right now, then you can tell a commute or tell a conference it, do it. Like, it's just, we need to stop the spread of this. And the whole thing, if you've seen it online, the hashtag flatten the curve, like people are going to get this virus over time. We need fewer people to get it at the same time so that the health system won't be overpowered by this. But that said, despite how you feel about the travel ban, I have to say that going on Twitter uh, right after that was announced, I saw so many people who were specifically on the right, naysayers, who were like, oh, this is being blown out of proportion saying, actually, guys, I was wrong. Yeah, it's funny. Like the people who had been like, the this is second, the, the second Donald like- Trump does. I'm like, oh, my God. It's and it drives me nuts because it's like people have been politicizing it on both sides uh, yeah. to a point and that bothers me. And it's like. I don't know what they showed Trump to make him suddenly take this seriously. I don't know if they showed him what's happening in Italy. I don't I know. Think he's just a germaphobe. And they were like, here's a, your son's rates. Here's your rates. Yeah. Dying. It's like, I mean, yeah. maybe they showed him, hey, when this sweeps through Congress and the Senate, and it will, look at how old the people are that are propping up your presidency and protecting you. And look at what percentage of them are liable to not make it. How much of a Congress are we going to have left? Yeah. And I mean, I, here's the thing. I, that's true on both sides of the aisle. When this sweeps through D.C., a lot of people that work in politics right now, because the, I think the age of the average uh, senator or congressman is something like 58, like there are going to be losses. And that is, yeah. I'm not, I'm not happy about that. I'm not like, I please know Mitch McConnell, are, please, Mitch McConnell, please. Okay, Mitch fine. McConnell. We're, if Mitch McConnell dies, we're not going to, I'm not saying I'm going to be happy. I'm just going to say I'm not shedding any tears. I'm uh, not saying but, I'm a good person. Yeah, okay. I'm uh, sorry. I'll, look, Mitch, fuck you. I'm fine if you die. Um, hate mail to info at two girls, one mic. Uh, I'm fine with that motherfucker not being in Congress. Sorry, said it anyway. Where is he? I don't care. I just get him out. Just no, it's 
coronavirus can look, they held up necessary testing for long enough that this thing spread through the US and we are now going to have a, a major pandemic because of it. And I'm mad and I'm, yeah, they politicized it because they were like, we don't want the numbers in the US. Well, now they have the numbers. The numbers are going up and it's because this was delayed. And as a science communicator, as a scientist, I'm angry. I watched people like Dr. Drew, who was a hero of mine for so long, try telling people you're overreacting or panicking. There's nothing to worry about. And it's like, yeah, some people were panicking to the point where they were buying way too much fucking toilet paper. But the press was not blowing this out of proportion. The press was saying, be prepared. Here's what could happen with this. And now, finally, when things are getting canceled, people are going, oh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe this is bigger than we thought. Yeah, it's, you mean, over the course of the next two to three years, about 2% of the world population is probably going to die due to this. So we needed to take this seriously sooner than we did. And uh, there are going to be consequences. We are probably all going to lose some people that we love. Uh, and it would have been nice if people took this a lot more seriously a lot sooner. And it's just hard to say those words. We are going to lose people that we love uh, if you're a politician, because that's not a thing that gets you votes. That's the thing that get, makes people mad at you. And I am not looking for votes. I'm looking for people to be prepared for this. So I get it that this has been a bummer of an episode. We watched a shitty porn. Uh, <laughs> and now we're talking about coronavirus. <laughs> oh my God, this guy just sent me an eggplant emoji. Does it remind you of anything? Ratatouille. Uh, okay, but anything else? Oh, but also my Emojibator. Uh, you're saying what now? Emojibator. It's a fun collection of vibrators inspired by the sexiest of emojis. So they're vibrators shaped like bananas, chili peppers, cucumbers, and of course, eggplants. And you don't even have to go to the produce section. Now, where can our listeners find out more? You can find all their cornucopia of fuckable fruits and a line of cute animals from Kiss Toys at Emojibator.com. And our listeners can get 15% off the most adorable toys that you'll ever get an orgasm with using the promo code TWOGIRLS. That's TWOGIRLS at Emojibator.com. We could talk about vampires. Yeah, let's talk about vampires. Let's, let's talk, talk about vampires. About, let's talk about blood. Let's do it. Yeah, so I tried looking into the origins of the first works of uh, vampires. And it was actually a little harder to find because apparently you could find references of vampires going back to cultures such as even the Mesopotamians, Hebrews, wow. ancient Greeks. Wow. Uh, I'm going to butcher this. Manipuri, the Romans, they all have tales of demons and spirits, which are kind of like predecessors to modern vampires. Hmm. But Despite the occurrence of vampire creatures, the folklore really known for vampires originates really more from the exclusively early 18th century southeastern Europe. Again, though, this doesn't mean that, you know, the idea and the concept of vampires wasn't around, but that's when, like, the stories kind of started coming out. I think the earliest one I was able to find was a short German poem called The Vampire from 1784. I was so hoping you were going to say a short German porn from, like, a, <laughs> a 1700 1784. <laughs> yeah, the Germans oh, were doing weird porn from that early. Tell me more. I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd watch that porn. Hashtag not my weirdest fap. No, <laughs> no, not me either. <laughs> At the AVNs, I definitely had some conversations with London Rivers about uh, our, our weirdest faps. Oh, yeah, I bet that got good. There were <laughs> for Patreon content about our weirdest faps, <laughs> send us money. <laughs> <laughs> But apparently, uh, according to ancient folklore, there's other ways you could become a vampire, not only from, you know, having your blood sucked on. Yeah. Uh, 
can you guys get take a guess of how else someone could become a vampire? Um, could it be from infected water? Almost. Um, from a potion? Try to think of things from toxicology that would work from this that would carry over. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm thinking a, other a books spell, I've read. A spell by any chance? So there's the folklore and there's a real life situation of what people confused with vampirism. So the folklore is more like if someone was unbaptized or killed in a violent manner, they could oh. become a vampire. Yeah. But where I say you're not totally wrong is because so, for example, like vampire graves from the 13th and 14th century in a Polish town were found. And you could see that although they were kind of buried like vampires stake to the heart, they assumed that there was a cholera epidemic that swept throughout the region. <laughs> <laughs> Did they just blame all the diarrhea on uncertain people and say, those are vampires? <laughs> I mean... Not totally wrong. I mean, also like gases inside a decomposing body, you know, cause bloating and force blood up through the lungs and esophagus into the mouth. Oh, shit. So, I mean, science wasn't a thing in the medieval days. I can see why people would look at some diseases and see, yeah, I can, yeah. I can see that happening. Certain forms of hemorrhagic fever, perhaps, if they came out early, they could be like, aha, you're the one that's spreading this through the town. You're obviously a vampire. You're going to die. <laughs> We're going to make it happen. <laughs> there were also ways people would take precautions for if someone died and they were like, we really don't want this person to be a vampire and rise from the dead and, you know, make us vampires too. Exactly. So like in 18th century Poland, and I'm sorry I went into Polish history, but there was so much. I was like, let me focus on one region. I know this one. I, I was going to say, Alice, just, she's just telling us how she came to be as a vampire. This is her so, story, really. This is, this is just her planting the seed so that when she makes her vampire take over the world, she's like, the Polish vampires will rise again. I, that is not a Polish accent. <laughs> I apologize. It's, it's whatever that accent was, not Polish. Uh, but she's like, yes, the Polish vampires we shall rise our day is coming our day and is you coming had, and you were warned and you didn't take it i mean there's a reason i'm so white let's be honest and looks so youthful it's somewhere there's a dorian gray poster or just a closet full of very bloodless people <laughs> this is why she has the mansion in upstate new york it's just there's somewhere to bury the, the somewhere very, to bury everything empty, the empty skeletons <laughs> The very dry skeletons. <laughs> the bloodless skeletons. I mean, guys, I knew my sucking skills were good, but not that good. <laughs> <laughs> They're not dry because I'm, I'm a vampire. They're dry because that's how wasps die. <laughs> I'm a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was also able to find is like in 17th and 18th century Poland, what they would do is for uh, funerals to card against evil, they would actually uh, place a sharp curved farming tool sickles actually oh, yeah. uh, across the body so that way the idea was if the person did rise from the dead the sharp blade of the sickle would decapitate them while the rocks would actually pin the jaw shut and prevent them from preying on the living holy shit all right yeah they would lodge large rocks under the chin to do that so yeah i mean you got to give them points for ingenuity Right. The shitty thing is, what if they accidentally bury someone alive, which they did once upon, yeah, occasionally, oh, oh, because yeah. you know they were they weren't always great at detecting death once upon a time. Like I'm sure it still occasionally happens where we're like, yeah, guy looks dead, and the guy wakes up in the morgue three hours later. He does. Like, ah! But like, can you imagine being that person who they mistake for dead, and that guy wakes up with rocks and a sickle on him? 
I mean, it was they were also Polish people, so probably. Oh, <laughs> and Al- Alice being Polish can make that joke. <laughs> I'm allowed. I know my people. We're not the brightest. Hate mail to info at twogirlsonemike.com. <laughs> Look, there's a reason that we're the Mexico of Poland. It's, you mean the Mexico of Europe? Oh, she is. <laughs> look, she is Polish. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's OK. Somebody somebody yesterday when I said that we were had blocked off travel on uh, from an entire continent, they said not just an entire uh, continent, but 44 continents. I'm like, how many? Co-? And I think they meant to say 44 countries. I'm like, how many continents are there? <laughs> They're like, what exactly are you asking? I'm like, I think I said what I'm asking. I think I'm very clear. I I like when people try to mansplain and they're incorrect about what they're mansplaining. Well, I just tried womansplaining my own country and I failed. I appreciated it. I think it further explained your country. (laughs) It deeply explained it. Look, look, without without knowing it, you were explaining it even better. (laughs) You're a combination of brilliance and much like me, moments of baffling derp. And I love it. (laughs) So speaking of, uh, I guess, nationalism. uh, So Kenna... Look, we have to be able to laugh about, you know, Nazis occasionally. Well, there's also different types of nationalism. I mean, Polish nationalism, United States type nationalism. But Kenna, you did something with like U.S. porn, patriotic porn. Oh, God. Is that a thing? I feel like it's your Twitter banner right now. I got to see what my Twitter banner is. Let's have a peeksicle. Let's have a peeksicle here. Uh, Naughty America. Oh, Naughty America. So what is that about? Naughty America is one of the many porn companies and they're just very, they're pretty porn. And they give you these gotcha. silly, like, oh, where's your sister? We were supposed to go shopping. Oh, well, she's not here. So I guess I'm going to bang you instead. <laughs> and that was pretty much the premise of the one on my Twitter. <laughs> so now I'm really disappointed because it says underneath established 1776. So I am I was hoping, I was like, holy shit, is she doing like Benjamin Franklin porn and I don't know it? If she's doing some fucking Martha Washington and like some, some Alexander Hamilton banging uh, what's her face. Is there a Boston teabag party I don't oh. know about? <gasps> Oh my god. No, but I think you just made something. If that's not a porn yet, you know it's gonna be soon. Kenna. The Boston tea bags. The Boston tea bag party. It's gonna be a bunch of guys talking about getting wicked hot in the hava. <laughs> As a Bostonian, I can make fun of my people. <laughs> we gotta take it, it's gonna be wicked pissa. All my heritage did was drink. I'm German and Irish. <laughs> I'm half Jewish and half Acadian. All my people uh, have in common from each side is that our national dishes involve grating and taking the liquid out of potatoes. That's the only thing that each side of my family has in common. Oh, and genocide. We have been genocided. I have potatoes and liquor. (laughs) So you're Irish. I'm German and Irish. (laughs) Yay. Yay. So I just drink and eat potatoes. Yeah. You know what we all are? American. (laughs) Aww. If anything, I mean, look, Twilight was promoting abstinence porn. What's more abstinent than, you know, a girl saying, can I have one French fry? That is true. (laughs) That is the worst kind of girl. Just one fry. No. I don't want fry. Can I just have a few of yours? Half your fries later. No, you can't. You can get your own fry and you can get a smaller version of my fry, but you're not having my fries. I ordered fries because I (laughs) wanted these fries. I was planning on getting fat on these by myself. Not with your help. No, you can get fat on yourself. 
Kenna, do you ever eat on set? And if so, do people steal your fries? I do eat on set and nobody steals my fries. Great. Let's keep it that way. I am stingy. Girl after our own heart. (laughs) What is actually a go-to meal for like a porn set? I've never asked this question. Um, a lot of times it's just like catered craft services. So you've got like your your crap snacks, you've got granola bars of, of various brands. I hope just not Nature's Valley because that shit's crumbly as hell. It's crumbly I mean, as hell. My life falls apart, but not as much as like granola bar. <laughs> that was good. I'm just picturing that getting into crevices and I'm in pain thinking about it. Oh yeah, no, it'd be like sand. Ooh, no thank you. <laughs> Particularly gravelly sand. But then they usually do a lunch order um, of wherever the talent wants to eat which usually ends up being some like cafe or someplace that serves a little bit of everything for everyone. Yeah. But that's pretty much like, yeah, you got some microwavable food. The amount of things that you don't expect that are just filming at an Airbnb somewhere in Glendale and, yeah. and food is whatever you can find that is, is closest by and will deliver via Grubhub. Yes. That is the porn sets. Yeah. <laughs> Had a TV show to film and again, Airbnb in Glendale. <laughs> I was like, there's going to be a studio. No, Airbnb in Glendale. Airbnb. For an entire season of a TV show. Yeah, Airbnb in Glendale. I'll be on the Weather Channel in two months, though. So, yay. Woo! Airbnb in Glendale is where we <laughs> film. <laughs> Kenna, what's the weirdest place you've filmed so far? Hmm. Or most interesting or, I don't know, most interesting story offset? Most interesting place I got to film was like in this junkyard area. Oh my God. It was amazing. And they literally handed us bats and everything. And we were just allowed to go and smash like old TVs. Oh my God. Um, We smashed a car window. I want to go do that just to go smash shit. It was so much fun. It was so therapeutic. We were just smashing anything we could find. Is this in the LA area? It is. (gasps) But um, it was a a private property that we rented. Yeah. How much is renting it? I have no idea. Oh, damn. I have no I just, idea. I'm just saying, I have a little bit of pent up rage that I could use therapy for. Girl, they have places you can go and literally bring right? in your own stuff and smash it. Oh. Or pay to smash whatever they have, like printers that piss you off, which is my biggest issue. I think I just looked way too happy thinking about that. <laughs> like, there is this, this deep look of what? Oh. I might have gotten a little wet thinking about smashing a printer, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it gets me wet every time. Mm. You guys are going very, um, gosh, what's that movie? Office uh, Space. Office Space, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm also picturing hearing the song X Gonna Give It To You while like smashing X-Gon- said, oh. Oh. yeah, just, just <laughs> like some printers. I just, I want some glassware from a laboratory to just, you know, through a couple of Erlenmeyers. I have, I have some rage. But wait, now I have a question. So you filmed on a junkyard. So were you like, climbing the junkyard pile? We climbed on top of dumpsters, like the big-ass dumpsters that they pile all of it in. We were climbing on that, and there was scrap metal all inside. We were walking across bits of the scrap metal that we could, like... Was a tetanus shot required before or after this? We honestly did not even have a first aid kit because I got injured. I did not cut myself on metal. I ended up... Oh, my God. I pulled the pin on a smoke bomb upside down on accident, and the cherry fell out, and it, like, landed on my leg. Oh, no! (laughs) Wait, did you say you pulled the pin out of a smoke bomb? Yeah. (laughs) Why was a smoke bomb involved? Because we were standing on a car, jumping on an old cop car while holding red and blue smoke bombs. (laughs) I got to applaud it. I'm 
well done. I'm I love the creativity. <laughs> and we had one girl squirting on the top of it while we had a guy jacking off and we had a guy skateboarding. This sounds like Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> kind of. Porn. It like, was great. What's the name of this? Just I, I want to watch this just because I want to see if I'm just with all the other things going on. I'm like, will I even be able to masturbate to this? Like, Dude, I have no idea. I know it is on Reality Kings. Oh, my God. I will send you guys the video after this. And you're a, f- a Patreon. We are sending it to you guys. I'm so excited. So amazing. It was so much fun. But it was oh, one of man. the most fun things I've gotten to do. It's amazing. <laughs> yes. I mean, how many people get to say that? I don't know. Not enough. Not enough. Just someone who works at a junkyard. That's it. They're like, yeah, it's my every day. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I just done an old wrapper of Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. There are things we haven't discussed about the Twilight for. I know there's oh. very little discussed. <laughs> okay. Oh, we have to go. Okay. Yeah. Let's go back to it. Let's wrap it up. Because I have very, because there's so little script. I have a few things I want to complain about. And the, the very first sex scene, <laughs> the end of it, while she is, while she is still sucking cum off of his dick. Because like, here's the thing. In Twilight, they don't bang until the fourth book. It's like abstinence That's already porn, a problem. Where they only like make out. And it's like very chaste making out so that he doesn't get too excited and, you know, accidentally turn her into a vampire. Uh, but instead, <laughs> like, she's like, you're a vampire. And then they go bang. And then at the end of the banging scene, while she is still sucking cum and looking cum off his dick, says to him, I can't wait to meet your parents. I hope they like me. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I feel like and like here's the it wasn't said joking. Like I'm pretty sure I've said jokingly to someone, I hope your parents like me, like with their dick in my mouth. Like I can see myself saying that as a joke. But this was said unironically, and I have a problem with that. That is bad porn acting <laughs> and so bad, bad directing. So bad. So actual abstinence porn, if anything, is going and meeting your significant other's parents and getting along with them. That's abstinence porn. Pretty much. I think abstinence porn would be meeting your your significant other's parents, seeing who your significant other is going to be in 30 years and deciding you never want to fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, because this is porn. I mean, it kind of makes sense of like, you know, the whole working the parents and or step parents into this, I guess. But the way they did it. They just had a few of the couples in Twilight Bang. Like, that was it. Yeah. Like, Alice and Jasper. That was that was it. Actually, Kenna, did you catch at the very end what uh, Alice was saying to Jasper after their sex scene or no? Oh, yes. So, with her face completely covered in cum, she talks about going and basically calming him down so he could go and meet Bella. Yeah. It's just... That's, that's I mean... It. Yeah. Yeah. Who... Who's very reassuring? It's like, no, don't worry. You should go meet her and, you know, the scent, you know, like, I don't even remember what she exactly said, but you don't do that while the cum hasn't dried. What? And she's, I just love, again, she's saying uh, while she's getting the cum shot, oh, it's so fucking cold. I want that ice cold vampire. (laughs) I'm sorry. These are just, these are not things I ever thought about whilst listening to, did I listen to the audiobooks? Either way, I did not think about this while checking out the Twilights. This is not. No, that was uh, not something I ever considered. No, that it would be ice cold vampire come. Just, who knew? Imagine just that cold shot on your face in the morning. You're just like, ah, Jesus. 
It's oh early. It's a way to wake up. Who needs coffee? I'll give them credit for one thing. Uh, it is canon that Alice is really friendly. And Alice came right up to Bella and gave her a big old friendly hug, which was surprising to her in the I'm like, all right, they kept one thing canon. Other than that, fuck them. I was surprised that they had. So they had four sex scenes. One of the sex scenes was the bad vampires had a threesome. It's unusual to see like an anal slash double penetration scene in a scripted, you know, porn like this. But this is also a really shitty porn. It's a really so, shitty porn. I mean, there was some decent DP porn in there. Like, I just kind of scrolled through it and kind of checked in every so often to see if there was vampire stuff happening. <laughs> and I'm like, nope. So I'm like, wow, there's two dicks happening. It's cool. That's not so if you're look, if you're looking for bad plot and two penises there, that's happening in one scene. <laughs> so what's also interesting about the name Alice, because my name is Alice, I would know this. So my name peaked in popularity in the 1920s. Oh. oh. So it's very slowly make, been making a comeback. My name is never going to be popular. You never know. Amongst the, the Black and Hispanic community, my name is more popular than amongst anything outside of France. Mine is Scottish, Kenna. Ooh, I like it. So a lot of a lot of McKennas in Kenna. It means born of fire in Scottish. That's also a porn, a lot of McKennas in Kenna. <laughs> a lot of McKennas in Kenna. hey Gotta find me a lot of McKennas. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> so Kenna, where can our listeners find more of you? You can find me on Twitter at Kenna James21. You can find me on Instagram at Real Kenna James. I webcam on my free cams. Or you can just type me into trusty old Google and uh, you'll find me there. But don't confuse her with the old poker player who's oh, in yes. his 50s. There is yeah, a poker Kenna player, James. Kenna James. We're actually friends. They look a lot alike. It's going to be very hard to tell them apart. <laughs> We're actually friends. It's funny. Uh, nice. We became friends after after I started the industry and everything. He messaged me one day on Facebook and he's like, hi, Kenna. I'm Kenna. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> nice. And we became really good friends after that. I like it. Aww, that's so sweet. <laughs> I know. It's a really wholesome story. <laughs> Hashtag wholesome porn stories. Wholesome porn. I love it. We'll eventually make that trending on Twitter. Hashtag wholesome porn stories. It's just <laughs> everyone in the sex work industry. It's like, hey, here's the nicest thing that's ever happened. Oh, girl. I would watch that. Right. Would tune in for that hashtag. We probably have enough stories now to, to contribute to that hashtag. Oh, I promise you, you guys do. Oh, yeah. Just the number of random shit people have said on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of this podcast, we have a Patreon and where you're going to see Kenna's asshole. Um, I forgot people can't see me. <laughs> what was I? Uh, my brain blanked. Hold on. Uh, Brains are hard. Oh, Kenna's asshole. Okay. Sorry. I forgot. <laughs> a special picture of Kenna's asshole just for you. An exclusive. Exclusive. Mm. So uh, just head on over to patreon.com slash two girls one mic. Become a patron. We will give it to all levels. We don't care. We Wait. just need support. And so that way you guys don't keep hearing more ads on the show because there are going to be ads on the show if you haven't already heard. And we we love our advertisers, but you know what? We want the show to be for you guys. And if you support us, we can we cannot read ads for you. But you know what? We can also read your name on the show. And today we want to thank. Brian Fullerton, That Thing in the Attic, Rowdy, Alexandra Dees, BN, Brad LeClerc, Falco Hyphen, Graham Smallwood, Holoshek, James, Jason, Joshua Rice, Maurice Struble, Neil Simpson, Mark Romer, Rich, Stephen Lind, Stephen Jones, XGD Falcon, and many, many others. And by the way, if you want to become a patron again, head over to twogirlsonmike.com or hit patreon.com slash twogirlsonmike. Either way, please support the show. We really do appreciate it. 
our assholes and Kenna's appreciated. Yvette, where can our listeners find more of you? Y'all can find me at the Cybabe over on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me at facebook.com slash Cybabe, where I am snarky and sciency and warning you all about how to keep yourself safe from the coronavirus, because that seems to be what my entire feed has turned into lately. Alice, where can our listeners find you and the pod? You guys can find me at Rational Blonde on Twitter. Of course, you guys can find the show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, on all places at TGM Podcast. And of course, tell all of your friends about this show because we have useful information and not useful information. <laughs> tell all your friends who listen to porn. So tell all your friends. Tell everybody. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.